Welcome to Real Black Consciousness Forum Podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're just going to have some real talk, right? We're just going to have some real talk. We're going to talk about the village. We're going to talk about the camp. We're going to talk about the black community. We're going to talk about dysfunction, right? Because whether our people recognize it or not, black dysfunction equals white American wealth, right? I'm going to say that again, right? Black dysfunction equals white American wealth. This nation can't prosper like it do. This nation can't boom like it does. This nation can't flourish like it does without the help and the aid of black dysfunction, right? Because that's going to be, you know, today's conversation. We're just going to sit back. We're going to relax. You know what I'm saying? And we're just going, we're just going to have a conversation, right? You know? Um, in our last conversation, right, we talked about the term white supremacy, right? Because we see black bloggers and YouTubers and podcasters and they, you know, we see our people in media also on the major platforms and then using this term white supremacist, white supremacist, white supremacy, white supremacy, this, that, and the third. And we discuss the importance of using the term devil. Nah, 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 nah. We got knowledge of self. We're not finna play this. You know, these are a few bad apples in the bunch kind of game. We ain't finna do that. You know, they don't do that with us. So we're not finna play that game with them. So we discuss the nature of a certain people group. Is that right? So, you know, that very same man, peace be upon him, right, Mr. Muhammad, that taught us the nature of the so-called white man, that very same man also taught us to respect that so-called white man as well, right? You know, respect them, respect his flag. In fact, um, in his Savior's Day speech back in uh, 1974, you know, when he was speaking, he said, don't disrespect men that are trying to respect you, Right? Because he was talking about the devil and how after you get a knowledge of yourself as the original man, you know, the black man and woman in the wilderness of North America, the devil know who you are. And he knows you know who you are. And he still is going to respect you after you know as the original man who he is. He's going to respect you for knowing that. So, you know, (laughs) Mr. Muhammad said, hey, man, don't disrespect no man that's trying to respect you. So we're not mocking this man by throwing the term. Oh, you 
low down, no good cracker. You no good devil. No, we not mocking them. We just talking about natures. That's all. And we show respect to this man. We show respect to this man's flag. That's not a problem, right? That very same man, Mr. Muhammad, right? That wise man, peace be upon him. He's no longer here. He always taught our people that our unity is more powerful than an atomic bomb. Right? Dig that. Our unity as black men and women in the wilderness of North America is more powerful than an atomic bomb. Right? He goes on to say this. He was asked a question. And Mr. Muhammad was asked why did God make the devil? Right? And his response was that he could make a devil which is weak and wicked and give the devil power to rule the earth for 6,000 years then destroy the devil in one day without falling victim to the devil's civilization right dig that that's very profound that's, that's powerful right so let's have that conversation today as well and I just you know want the family to sit back you know, we just got to ask ourselves this, right? How can our people destroy the devil's civilization without becoming victim to the devil's civilization, right? And then we got to go back to the earlier statement, right, that we, we made in today's conversation when Mr. Muhammad said that our unity is more powerful than an atomic bomb. Have you ever just looked on like one of these old videos online and just seen the power of an atomic bomb exploding, right? Just hey yo. <laughs> you know, it like it hit it hits the target and it just blows up, it expands, you know, you see the the mushroom cloud, it goes up to the heavens. This unity, brothers and sisters, it starts at home. That unity is as powerful as a atomic bomb. But again, this unity though, right? It starts at home. It's cool to go out into the world and you got one religion and you're trying to unify with somebody else. They got a different religion or you got one ideology. You're trying to merge it with somebody else. They got a different ideology. All oh, that's cool. But the most important unity it's going to start in the home, in the household, with the man and the woman, right? This unity begins with marriage, family. Marriage in the wilderness of North America. If our people just believe in the institution of marriage, that unity will solve 95% of black Americans' problems. Just marriage. That's it. We don't need no new religion. We don't need nobody coming through Reverend Porkchop and company with a new understanding, a new breakdown. And no, no, no. That ain't 
we religioned out as a people really we're so you know many of our people they so they just sit at home on saturdays they just sit at home on fridays they just sit at home on sundays they religioned out they've been going to these religious houses week after week after week after week and they keep looking well nothing is getting any better we didn't try everything already everything from the east we didn't pray to jerusalem three times a day and then uh our other half of us we're praying to mecca five times a day we beating our head on that ground now we practicing yoga and now we coming back a little further west now right and you know all these west african spirituality systems whatever that means we giving that a shot too right we we following mobutu but we're not gonna follow mobutu long because once we we tried to follow him right but we he put too much cow piss in his head we said we can't do the cow piss you know we're not gonna be like the masa tribe we're not finna drink no cow's blood you know what i'm saying we hey we <laughs> we just ain't into that we ain't finna do no child sacrifice we just ain't we can't follow them africans nowhere <laughs> they dress it up in america and they make it look good you know africa look like the utopia of the planet but we looking at you know we hear about all the spiritual system over there and we saying man that shit ain't working for them we can't use that they follow behind the so-called white man they calling the man jesus and everything like yo we can't follow these people these folks is you know what i mean so there's no nation that sit on that hill that's that got that beautiful might and strength like the black man and woman from the wilderness of north america right yo dig that dig that right but just i want you guys to consider this if you marry again that solves everything but what's going on in our community our village and our camps we don't believe in marriage so y'all ain't married so because of your singleness as black folks this dysfunction is creating white wealth is that right that that's all it's doing it's making them folks richer and richer and richer and other ethnicities that come into this land that come into this nation they come right in and they pass us up and you know why they pass us up because they're moving through this nation as a family these east indians got the family unit these nigerians got the family unit these ethiopians that come over here they got the family unit these Japanese, these Koreans, these Arabians, these Chaldeans, these Jews, these Chinese folk that coming over here, they all coming over here with the family unit intact. The American Negro, we are the only people that's left that's trying to rise to the top levels of this nation as single folk we're gonna single folk our way to the top it's not working and it's never going to work and doing this single journey we're creating families and having children right and it's as big mama would say the children they have raised so we can't get anywhere because we are operating 
and dysfunction. Don't you guys know that this single parent epidemic, this our people having a culture of just being single parents, that dysfunction alone is fueling the housing market. It's fueling the transportation market. It's fueling the adult entertainment industry. It's fueling the judicial system. It's fueling the prison system. It's fueling the healthcare industry. It's fueling the sex care industry. And it's fueling the deaf care industry. All of these industries, black man and black woman, they're riding on your back because your back is built for dysfunction. You don't believe in the institution of marriage. You love freaking. You love getting on that mattress and having a good time. You love seeing something that looked nice. You know, we was always taught everything that glitters ain't gold. We don't believe it. We love being sex partners. We love unprotected sex the most. We are living in a dysfunction, right? Again, though, the way that black folks in America can fix 95% of our problems is through the institution of marriage, right? If we all taught our babies, if we all looked in the mirror and we trained and taught ourselves about the importance of marriage, we can fix these industries. We'll fix them because <laughs> they got to respect us. They won't have the money that they used to have. What do you think if black America got married, right? And we just, I'm talking about we 70%, 80% into the, into the black, as they will say, in marriage. Out of 100% of us, when we get to a marriageable age, all of us, we get that wife, we get that husband. What do you think if we all coupled up, right? If we all walking around here, relationship goals, we're married. What do you think going to happen to the adult industry? Huh? How many of us as husbands going to be comfortable with our wives jumping on that stripper pole? What's going to happen to Magic City? What's going to happen to the Steam or the Pantheon? What's going to happen to what's going to happen to the crazy horse? What's going to happen to the porn industry? What's going to happen to the OnlyFans pages that we see? That shit finna drop. They filling up them industries with single folks. They filling up them industries with our women. Because our women is leading in being single. That's why you come to the city of Detroit. And you come down 8 Mile. There's a goddamn strip club almost on every corner. From the west side of 8 Mile all the way to the east side of 8 Mile. And everybody's in that joint single. But if we all got married, we finna cut that system in half. Adult entertainment industry is gonna take a hit. If we all got married, there is no death care system. You know, if we have families into the neighborhood. Just marriage alone, don't you know that's going to fix the problems of conflict resolution? Don't you know it's going to 
that's going to change the the environment and the atmosphere that's so full of anger is going to decrease that a little bit but because we live it in dysfunction and we have single mothers trying to teach a man how to be a man something is going left because the father's not there and our boys are becoming killers the daughters is growing up in the same household shamika fight it out shamika might get some cousins and jump on some girls but very little do Shamika get that ratchet and get to work. But BJ gonna get that ratchet. Peanut gonna get that ratchet. Booby gonna go get that ratchet. And he gonna do a different kind of work. And after this dysfunction now, Batesville Casket Company made, what, $2.1 billion. Matthews International Corporation made, what, $1.5 billion. These are casket making companies. How many black-owned casket manufacturing companies do you know? I don't know any. I might get online and Google some. I don't know any. Philadelphia is making these folks rich because it's black-on-black homicide going rampant. Chicago making these folks rich. L.A. making these folks rich. Detroit is making these folks rich. St. Louis, Little Rock, Houston, Milwaukee, Miami, Atlanta, Beeham. Busting that ratchet. Who making these caskets? Dysfunction in the black community. We making these folks rich, man. How much stock? We talking about buying some stock in a... How much stock did you guys got in the casket making companies? How much stock? Y'all buying embalming fluid? Who buying up all the embalming fluid? They need it down there. If the black on black homicide rate goes down... These folks finna go out of business. How you gonna get the love back in the neighborhood unless you do it through the institution of marriage? You ain't gonna be able to get it back in there. There's never gonna be enough motivational speakers and folks talking and <laughs> that shit ain't gonna happen. The family unit is the only thing that gonna make the poor folks equal with the rich folks. The family unit. Because you can't put a price on love. That you don't have to have a lot of money to have a family and have love. It's not necessary. The cremation business in the United States of America. Two billion dollars annually. Right? They out there shooting on the block. They busting off. The tombstone business is making what? It's booming. You got to have a headstone. They got to take the tombstone. Or some folks call it headstone. Make the engraving. How many black owned companies is that? See, they making money off your dysfunction. Okay, so how invested is the Batesville Casket Company who made $2.1 billion? How invested is they going to be in decreasing black on black crime and black on black homicide? They're not going to be interested in that much. They're making too much money off you. They ain't going to fix your problem. Who's going to go into your neighborhood and fix your problem? Nobody. But once you get married and you believe in the institution of marriage, the first rule of the man is to protect his family. And when every man is over their household protecting their family, all that other shit going to drop by itself. The dude on the block with, the, with three or four baby mamas. Listen, I'm a man of sound and right reasoning. I know he's not my friend. Oh, man, this, this motherfucker enemy to the camp. This ain't my friend. 
a black man in the neighborhood that believe in having sex and don't believe in getting married and believe in producing children that's not my homeboy i don't have a friend on the planet that can check that box i don't i don't fuck with niggas that just have babies by black women and not marrying them now nah, i ain't got a, nobody in my phone i'm gonna fuck with bro i can't even fuck with you you live in that kind of life dog Nah, man, you, nah, I ain't, I ain't interested in that kind of shit. You, the, you, the enemy to the folks. What do you think gangs are created off of? A broken household. That's why you have what? More gangs in the Midwest. More gangs in the West. More gangs taking over New York. Less in the South. They have a bigger family unit down south because the majority of our people they live down there. But if you got a broken family. They recruiting you in. It's easy to recruit you in now. But maybe that's a different story for a different day. These folks is getting rich off our dysfunction. 90% of all black American felons come from what? A single parent household. That's the numbers. And in case you didn't know, when your man or your woman get put behind that wall, your loved one, Buying those books for your people behind the wall, that shit add up. Writing the letters is cheap, but the phone calls, that shit gonna add up. Your loved one behind that wall, that commissary, that shit, it's gonna add up. But they making this money off our people dysfunction. It's, it's all in the numbers. Look, look, look. Single folks need single housing right is that not right single folks now they need single housing when you're married though you cut the extras in half bro you cut those extras in half sis what does that mean you got one electric bill you got one water bill you got one garbage bill you got one cable bill you got one cell phone family plan, which is going to be on what? All on one bill. You got one car insurance. Because all your vehicles gonna be on the same, it's gonna be on the same policy. So that's just one bill. Right? So now your family got what? They just got one washing machine. That's all. They just got one dryer. Y'all got a couple of family computers in the crib. Y'all got one microwave. Y'all got one stove, one refrigerator, one toaster oven. See, I can't split y'all up. Because the devil wants y'all split up. If I can get y'all man and woman in two different households, I can sell y'all two different dryers now. I can sell you two different wash machines now. Look at the manufacturers now. We need toilets for everybody. But if I put everybody in one house, they don't need as many TVs no more. If I can split the black family up, I'm going to sell you as the father because you living over here. I'm going to sell you this kind of bedroom set. Then I'm going to sell your baby mama a different kind of bedroom set. But you got another baby mama, so I'm going to go across town and sell her another one. See, the furniture co- see all these companies, the furniture companies, you know, they all making, they got to sell you pillows. They got to sell you sheets. They got to sell you dresses. And But if I got to sell you two, I'm selling you two because you're dysfunctional. And I'm going to, you're never going to look at the big picture. So I want to keep black folks dysfunctional because dysfunctional black folks equals white wealth. When I teach and I talk about 
the love for marriage that our folks got to have as a solution, that's a dangerous teaching, beloved. No, they don't want to talk about that. This country need our people dysfunctional so they can sell you shit. You only got one refrigerator because of just y'all in the family. The minute y'all split up, that's too. The retailer can sell you two of everything. Now you need a couple of different microwaves, a couple of different toaster ovens. You got a living room set over here. Now you got to go get a living room set over there. You ever see? I'm gonna tell you some real cold shit. You see a person that been together for so long, a marriage couple, when they divorce. That's when everything they got to get two of everything during the divorce. A union means one of everything. How invested is this country going to be in your relationship being one? They're not because they they, they need niggas at odds with each other to sell them two of everything. But our people got to wake up and just see it. We can't. Reverend Porkchop is not telling us this. We're not being. We, they don't sit us down. It's not even dinner table talk to be real. And so as far as the culture is concerned, we don't sit down and talk about the importance of marriage. We talk about everything. College, you know, we look for a savior kind of like figure. He's going to come in and he's going to say something good. And, you know, he's going to change the whole atmosphere of our people. And when we don't find this savior like figure, we try to look in different spots of history to make ourselves something. We love to go back in history. And that's cool. Right, because history is—it's powerful, it's real. I get it. It's an add-on, though. I say that on the time on this podcast. Hey, history is just an add-on. There ain't no shit like <laughs> it's an add-on that you add on to your life after you got the family unit together. We gotta get married. I can't say it enough. We gotta get married, and we gotta stay married. We got to do it, family. Yo. Our babies need protection, right? You know, we act as though there's not predators out here. The father is the first line of defense for his family. The father is. But if the father is not in the home, the babies ain't even protected, man. You know, I couldn't imagine, you know, they got our babies down at the daycare two weeks old. Two weeks old? Four weeks old. Daycare. Daycare? Mom can't sit at home and, and just raise him? No, because dad ain't there. He put that baby on little mama, he gone. So two weeks old, your child is looking up at the eyes of a stranger at a daycare. We give our babies to these folks. They can't talk. We don't know what these folks doing. I couldn't do it. So I didn't do it. But. It's hard for black men. To set your baby mama down. So she can just take your. Worry about the kids. Because y'all got two of everything. See if y'all live together. Baby mama can just. Raise the children. But see you. The black man is addicted to pleasure. He loves going to the club. But man, heaven knows, man, if you just, if we got into the institution of marriage, a lot of these clubs, they finna go.
They ain't gonna be no good. <laughs> These the clubs gonna go. The clubs is where single people go to produce single children. Cause ain't nobody going in there and getting no spouse. Ain't nobody going to the club. Very rarely you go into the club and come out with a wife. Mattress buddies. Mattress buddies, that's all. But again, our dysfunction is just going to equal is equaling white wealth. Until we figure that out, man, it's just gonna be what it's it's unfortunate, but it's gonna be what it's gonna be. So that's today's conversation, beloved. You know, we ain't gonna just uh, you know, we just uh you know the savior that you're looking for ain't no <laughs> you your savior that you're looking for. She's up the block. She's around the block, or he is up the block, around the block. The only thing that's going to save you, black man and black woman, is the institution of marriage. That's it. Outside of that, we're going to fall into a space of dysfunction. And the only people that's going to benefit of our dysfunction is your enemy. Right. Peace of black power to your family. Thank you guys so much for listening, man. Thank you guys for hanging out. This real black content is form podcast, man. Big VJ. I get it with you guys later. Peace.